welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. Welcome back to the World Live Broadcast. Yesterday we discussed uh, that there's going to be an outpouring of the Holy Ghost like we haven't seen before. It's going to be the last day revival, outpouring of the Holy Spirit, one that we've never seen before. And it's time for us to pray. It's time to start praying to come together in the body of Christ and asking the Lord for the rain. I know it's coming. It's coming real soon. And he's saying it's time for us to get ready for it. This rain is not just a time of refreshing, but it's going to be a great harvest of souls. It will refresh men. There'll be fresh fire poured out in mankind's heart. Those that have been filled with the Holy Ghost are going to be filled afresh. Those that are, have lost their first love will return to the first love. Those that need refreshing will be refreshed. There's going to be a rest- restoration of things that people have lost. But there's also going to be an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. And it's time for people to understand that there will be great miracles, signs, and wonders that will take place like we've never seen before. Now, we discussed yesterday that in the book of Acts on the day of Pentecost that the Holy Spirit fell upon all those that were in the upper room and cloven tongues of fire set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spoke with tongues and other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Then they all went out, and 3,000 souls were born again. That's what's going to happen in these last days. There's going to be an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And it will begin in churches. It will begin in uh, uh, Bible schools, different places. I believe it will happen there. I believe at one place it's going to happen is at Oral Roberts University. I believe another place will be Raymond Bible Training Center. People that are already on fire for God, they're going to come into those schools and and the Holy Spirit's going to fall on them and they're going to go out and there'll be a great harvest and they'll be used in the miracles, be used in great healings, words of knowledge. There'll be different things that will happen in the body of Christ, but it's not only them. As I said yesterday, it's going to be you. If you're listening to my voice today, the Lord wants to use you. But he wants us to start praying and asking for the latter rain. Now, Zechariah chapter 10 says, Ask the Lord for rain in the time of the latter rain. And I've been praying this for a while. Lord, we ask you for the Holy Ghost rain. It's time for the latter rain. And we have to be specific and say, Lord, we're not asking just for rain on our cross, but we're asking for the Holy Ghost rain to be poured out for the rain of the Holy Ghost to be poured out as the former and the latter rain, so that we can see the greatest harvest that's ever been come into mankind, that we will see the greatest harvest that we've ever seen. And we thank you for it. And those that are in agreement with that prayer say, Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father God. Now, we'll look in James chapter 5, and it says, Therefore, be patient, and uh, this is in verse 7, Therefore, be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. 
See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and latter rain? You also be patient. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord is at hand. He's saying be patient. And uh, we have been patient, but now it's time. Now, uh, I know in my heart it's time for the Lord to come as the former and the latter rain. As we said yesterday, he will come to us as the former and the latter rain. And when that former and latter rain comes, it won't be just a drizzle. It's going to be a great downpour of the Holy Ghost. There'll be one like it was on the day of Pentecost. And it will be one that changed their lives. They were no longer the same. They were filled with the Holy Ghost. They went out and the greatest harvest that's ever been came in at that time, which is 3,000 souls. In that one day, which there have been many that have been uh, harvested since then, but there's going to be one over this planet that one that that we haven't seen before. I'm just I can't say it any different because it's one that's going to be greater than we've experienced before. Amen. And it won't be just uh, one foot of joy, which I've been in uh, revivals that lasted eight, six, seven, eight weeks, some five, but mostly eight weeks at a time. We'd go to revival meetings come out of there so on fire for God. It was unreal, but this is going to be a little different. And we didn't see as many miracles and signs and wonders in those days that we're, that we're going to see. But uh, let's go to Joel chapter 3, and this will help us to understand a little bit deeper what's going to happen. Put in the sickle, for the harvest is ripe. This is verse 13, Joel three thirteen. Come, go down. For the winepress is full, the vats overflow, for the wickedness is great. Multitudes and multitudes in the valley of decision, for the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. Now, if you'll uh, read Joel chapter 2 and then Joel chapter 3, we'll find out that it was the outpouring of the Holy Ghost that Joel prophesied about. Then he kept on prophesying and was talking about multitudes and multitudes in the valley of decision. This is what's going to happen. There'll be multitudes and multitudes in the valley of decision. And he's going to say, you need to choose today who you're going to serve, either the Lord Jesus Christ or you can fall away. And there'll be many, many, many souls that will come into the kingdom of God. Not just a few, but many. And that's the reason he's saying it's time for churches to get ready. It's time for us to get ready, to uh, spread out, to get places ready for the people to come into the churches. And the, the great revival is going to be one that's going to fill these churches up and we'll have to build new additions. Amen. So uh, I'm excited about it. I don't know about you, but I'm excited about the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. I love the move of God. I wait for, I yearn for it every day. I just, uh, I yearn for the Spirit of God to move. And uh, we can spend times with Him and Him move in our hearts. And He does that. But I also yearn to see the move of God that He moves upon mankind to the degree that those that were up on the fence and lukewarm will be on fire for him. They'll come back to him. And the ones that don't even know him, atheists will turn to the Lord because they'll say only God could do this. They will say, I don't know why I didn't believe before, but they will after this move. They will see that God is moving and they will know that it's him. They'll know that there's no one could do it but him. 
that no man could do anything that's happening but only him. And he will rise up in their hearts and convict them to the degree that they'll fall down on their knees and they will turn to the Lord Jesus Christ. And it will be the greatest experience of their life. And I'm excited about the greatest experience in the life of mankind that they've that multitudes will know Jesus. That's exciting. I know. I'm excited about it. Now let's look at Matthew chapter 9, verse 35 through 38. Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of, of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. Then he said to the disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. It's time for us to be praying that God will send forth laborers into the harvest field. It's time for people that are that are not hungry for the move of God, that are hungry for souls to rise up and say, Lord, use me in this harvest. Send me out. I want to be used by you in this harvest. And he will use you if you'll ask him to, and he'll get your heart prepared for it, and you get into the word and in prayer and get ready for it because he's wanting to use you greatly and mightily. A lot of people don't think he does, but he does. Every person. In the body of Christ, God wants to use in this last day revival to bring in the harvest. Amen. You can, uh, you can lead someone to the Lord. And you can lead a bunch of people to the Lord. You know how you got born again. You can lead them the same way by praying a prayer with them and leading them to the Lord. And, sh and then after they get born again, help disciple those people and, and show them a good spirit-filled church to go to. One is preaching the word of God. A word of faith church, one that, that teaches the word right, that rightly divides it. Amen. Now let's look at John chapter 4, verses 34 through 38. Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Do you not say, There are still four months and then comes the harvest? Behold, I say to you, Lift up your eyes and look at the fields, for they are already white for harvest. Jesus said, y'all are look, asking for the harvest, but if you'll look around, it's already white for harvest. And he who reaps receives wages and gathers fruit for eternal life, that both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice together. For in this the saying is true, one sows and another reaps. I'll send you to reap that for which you have not labored. Others have labored and you have entered into their labors. He's saying that a lot of people have sown the word of God into some people's heart. There's been seed sown in their heart. But you are going to be a laborer that goes out and reaps the harvest. You may not have sown the word, but you're going to be the one that goes out and reaps the harvest because you're going to be able to lead them to the Lord. The word that was sown into their heart, it shall rise up in them and people will be convicted of their sin and of righteousness by the Holy Ghost, and they are coming into the kingdom of God. But he's saying here, you're going to sow, and you're also going to reap. But he says you're going to reap what another one has sown. Amen? So don't worry about whether you have uh, 
taught them the word of God or not, or, or sowed the word of God in their heart, there's been some word sown. And he's saying you're going to reap what others have sown. And you're going to be able to bring in people to the kingdom of God, for that harvest is wide unto harvest. And if you'll look around, you can see the great need for salvation on this planet. Now, if you look around, you can see there's so much sin and there's so much uh, unrighteousness going on. And that is what is going to change is people's hearts are going to change and they're no longer going to want to do those things. I know for a long time I've said this, there's only one answer for the things that are going to need, that we need, I guess I should say, the, the things that are needed to change this world is revival. And it is here upon us and it's time for it. If you would like to receive a CD or MP3 version of this week's message or other messages, please give a donation of $8 for a CD or $5 for an MP3. Instructions on how to give and receive are located under the giving tab of our website, which is located at wacba.org. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you'd like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, wacba.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013.